Hi, I'm Casey Fabling, and welcome to the Fabling Built Podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like who is Fabling Built? And what can I expect for a great customer experience? We also wanted to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fabling Built experience from the perspective of the customer, our employee, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fabling Built is, check out our website at fablingbuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang out with us. Let's get started. Fabling Built family, welcome to another episode of the Fabling Built podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. And I'm Casey Fabling. That's Casey Fabling right there. How you doing, man? I'm great, T. How are you doing? Good, good. We are. We are. We're chilling today. Yeah, we are. We're lounging back. These are very comfortable chairs. They are. This was a great team on. People don't care about our chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I care. If you're watching, if you're watching, it's a little more entertaining. I'm not going to lie. If you're listening, we're going to get back on track. Let's get back on track. We are continuing our, our series, What to Expect When You're Expecting When You Have an Old House Problem. Yeah. What what do you what do you do if you got an old house and you got a, you got a problem and you're like, what do I do? Yeah, man, you you got it. You got to talk to a professional because when you're dealing with old houses, you can really mess something up if you you know just kind of go in there poke around mm-hmm. and try to start a, a DIY project. You got to work with those geriatric house doctors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the geriatric like you. That's right. You know, <laughs> you know why I know how to work on old houses? Because you lived in an old house. Because I grew up in one. You grew up in an old house. <laughs> Got my first. Uh, broke. You know, broke all my uh, my first. My 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 first barriers in an old house. How do you yeah. fix? How do you find trim that doesn't exist anymore? How do you how do you uh, how do you deal with framing that uh, <clears throat> doesn't? They don't do it that way anymore. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I like that we're touching on this topic because the the area we live in, there's a lot of old houses, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, when you have an old house, sometimes they hold a lot of sentimental value. Absolutely. It might be something that was passed down from family. You know, your great-grandparents might have might have grew up in it. Your granddad might have built it. Yeah, or or people move into a house, into an old home, because they want to revitalize and they want to bring value back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had we've had clients where they buy a house that was built in the, you know, 100 years ago and somebody did a a kitchen renovation in the 1990s and it looks mm-hmm. terrible. <laughs> 1990s kitchen in a 1800. Yeah. House. And it's, you know, and people, a lot of times when people are, one of the conversations that they say is, Hey, we want to, we want to honor the integrity of the house. Right. Right. So that's really important of how we guide that conversation, how we lead that and how we, uh, how we kind of move through that. So, um, you know, uh, do you know that show, uh, this old house? I've heard of it. I've never watched it. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. Yep. Why? Because it was interesting. Because again, I lived in an old house, and and you know they had to solve all kinds of problems that newer homes they're kind of built to solve some of these problems. So yeah. Okay. So it was really I I really enjoyed that um, because again it, it's it brings that honor to the house. Yeah. You know. So we're gonna walk through some some challenges that are old homes uh and we're going to talk about ways we address it um what are some and uh, this is something you you brought in but what are some of the biggest challenges with working with old homes man so i'll speak from personal experience here i I lived in an old home probably like 
just a little past 2010. Mm-hmm. And we still had a, the electrical box that had fuses. Mm-hmm. You had to go buy those screw-in fuses. Yep. The outlets didn't have the three-prong. Yep. Man, talk about having to wake up, well, like, having to get up if I'm doing something late at night, like on, like on the computer or something, and... <laughs> The, the fuse goes out. You yeah. ever had those like those little space heaters? Oh yeah, those knock a fuse out like it's nothing. Yep. So man, that's painful having to get up all the time, buy fuses just to go down because the electricals the electricals outdated. Yep. Yep. So that's a that's a big thing. What else? Um, I was, and this is a, important to a lot of people. A lot of materials from you know a few years back when they were building, they were built with hazardous materials. They were, and we didn't know. I mean, right? You hear about lead in the paint, right? You hear about um, asbestos and and different, you know, and I mean, the making sure that when you're dealing with an old home that you're you're being careful with what's there, right? Mm-hmm. Very important. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, and finally, this was something. So that the house I grew up in. There was no insulation. No. No. Oh my god. It was uh it was it was an old house and it had a oil furnace. I was about to get to that too. The oil man would it. pull up and my parents was both grown. I mean it was gonna be a very it was always a very expensive truck. Yeah. Um but you could stand in the middle of the the, the dining room and you could feel the draft run right <laughs> through the house. Those old windows were leaky as hell. Uh, you know, but they were pretty, so we kept them. So, yeah. you know, um, the, uh, the front door didn't close properly all the way and you could literally like, it would blow your hair back. It looked like an eighties, uh, <laughs> rock star movie. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> and sometimes the wind would blow hard enough that the front door would just blow open. Oh and so God. we'd, we'd come home and the front door standing wide open. Oh, I thought you were exaggerating. I'm not joking. Oh, okay. They blow open. So, you know, so old, old homes, they, they have their challenges. Yeah. And it's not, you know, the reason we Grown up, never replaced the windows because the old glass was pretty. It, you know, it was, it was, it had a lot of character. Mm-hmm. Um, but they leaked, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a trade-off. You know, we we had to wear a sweater in the house versus man uh, having man those windows. Look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so all right, so old houses, old problems. One of the first things that comes to my mind is how far. All right, I'm I'm trying to think about how to how to phrase it. How far are you willing to go to rescue a home? That is a great question. Uh we when we start the conversation, again, this is what to expect, right? So right. when we start the conversation, that's one of the first things we ask, we talk about priorities. Hey, what's your priority here? Right. What do we what's important? What are you looking for? Cuz this is um you know, fortunately, because there are old homes in this area, we have a couple of lum- local lumber yards that we can get old milled siding or we can get old trim. Uh, there's also a couple salvage yards. Now, you know, 20 years ago when I was first starting, it was pretty easy to find trim mm-hmm. profiles and things like that that would match. Mm-hmm. It's becoming increasingly harder because it's there's fewer and fewer houses that are like this. And so mm-hmm. sometimes we have to mill our own trim. Mm-hmm. Th- that's an extreme case. A lot of times we bring the options that we do have that match closely and say, Hey, mm-hmm. this is, this is what we have. Is this close enough? And it's a lot of times, again, it's, it's honoring the expectation. It's honoring the, the integrity of the house, um, the character of the house and the budget. 
Because right. this is something that, you know, we, sure, we've definitely had people who say, yes, I want it to be exactly the same. And we go through that whole process. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, see, that adds to cost and it adds to time. Yeah. Now, if it's a historical renovation and people are looking for that specifically, then great, we'll do it. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, um, we did a project a couple years ago that we did a major renovation in the whole house. We took all the trim off the walls um, in certain areas and we brought the historical trim into the main part of the house. So the first floor, everywhere where you could, you know, see it, where customers could, you know, our company could see it rather, and then up the hallway. And then in the bedrooms, we put new trim that was similar but slightly different. Mm-hmm. And so that way, again, we honor the integrity of the house, but it was a way of kind of mashing up the two ideas. Yeah, and maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe you touched on this a little bit. But, so the first point is, understanding how far you're willing to go mm-hmm. second part is addressing what is the major pain point that you have right so you know a lot of a lot of times when we're working in an old house maybe we're doing a kitchen renovation and kitchens back then are small they they just they mm-hmm. don't function like our kitchens function mm-hmm. now they they don't have the same demand like uh i i saw a house the other day that the house was gorgeous. It's up on monument. It had this beautiful, like everything was beautiful. And then it had this little kitchen smaller than this room we're in right now. That was just a, a, you know, a galley kitchen that, you know, it just, I don't know. Maybe they always eat out. I don't know. Like, Mm -hmm. like it was clear. Nobody it still had a wood stove in there. Like nobody's Mm -hmm. using this kitchen. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of times people want the, bigger open concept kitchens that flow into the family room. And so we're, we're opening up walls, but we're doing things to, to again, hold the integrity. Another thing that we're doing a lot with old homes is we're putting a primary bath in there. A lot of times there's not a primary bath. Yeah. And so whether we're taking one of the other bedrooms and turning that into a primary bath with like a closet or, you know, a lot of these homes don't have closets. Again, we're saying, hey, how can we honor the integrity of this house uh, and make sure? Um, another thing that's very common is we're dealing with a bunch of rot on the outside of the house. Yeah. Wooden siding, wooden trim. Yeah. You know, it's it's just needs. And so we're coming back and we're putting back the, to the best we can to match what's there. So, you know, different layers of what what are we doing and why are we doing it? Or we're putting an addition on the home. And, of course, when you put an addition on a home that was built 100 years ago, you don't, you don't want it to look like. Well, there's the new yeah. part of the house. <laughs> you want to you want to match the integrity as much as possible. So you want it to look like it was it was supposed to be there. Right, right. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And of course, you know, you you mentioned earlier the the hazardous materials. Yeah. You know, this is something that we have to take deeply into consideration. Are we are we protecting? Um, are we protecting the 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 family? Are we protecting the neighbors? You know, so, I mean, sometimes when we're dealing with a lot of lead paint, uh, trim with lead paint on it, there's a special way we have to remove it and bag it up. If we're dealing with asbestos, it's even more volatile. And so being, I mean, asbestos abatement is is no joke, uh, it, but we have to be very careful of how we deal with it. Um, and so helping guide people through that process to say, hey, we, we did, you know, we did the test. This is this paint does have lead in it. So we have to address it this way. Mm-hmm. And that can be anywhere from replacing windows to knocking out a wall to, you know, 
there's there's a lot of siding um, here. It's this old c- cement fiber kind of cladding siding that's got asbestos in it. And just, you know, we have to be extremely careful the way we cut through it. Um, and so those are the kind of things that we we have to guide people through those steps in that the, that conversation. Yep. So we so you call in, you say you got an old house, you want to address these issues. We get past all the questions. Now, now where are we? Usually when we're having these, some of these conversations is once we've either moved into the consultation phase um, because, you know, we need to, this is a very specific yeah. step. Yeah. You know, um, some of the high level conversations can be held before we either move into a design or a con- consultation phase. Uh, but it's, you know, really making sure we understand what what is the goal with this renovation? Mm-hmm. You know, if it if the goal is we want to honor the home, but we have you know three kids and we love having, or you know we have no kids and we love uh, we love hosting and we love our friends coming over and we want to have these game nights, but you know it's so pokey in the kitchen and we want to open up the house or you know different things of where we're moving through different options to yeah. to help the the house serve the 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 family mm-hmm. without without taking away from the integrity of the home. Yeah, so I think pretty much after the consultation phase once we address, you know, number one what the problems are and you know, if there are hazardous materials, how mm-hmm. we're going to address it, it pretty much flows like any other renovation. It does. It, it, and again, the, the bigger consideration is some of these some of these things and sometimes we open up the wall and we find something we're really not expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've opened up the wall and we found gas lines that we weren't at all expecting, uh, that, that are challenging to move and we have to get creative to move. Mm-hmm. We found, um, you know, so gas pl- plumbing, electrical issues. Uh, there's this house that we, um, worked on a couple years ago that it looked like they had updated the, uh, knob and tube wiring to Romex wiring, which is the more modern. So knob and tube is where it's the wire actually runs through like a, a rubber and cloth casing and that rubber and cloth casing deteriorates. And so the wires can become exposed in the wall and cause a, a fire dam fire hazard. Mm. And so what had happened was, and, and I've seen this, I've seen this several times where an electrician comes in and just pulls out the devices, meaning the, the outlets and the switches connects Romex to the knob and tube and then shoves it back in the wall. So it looks like it's been replaced. Oh man. Well, when we demo it, there's all the knob and tubes still in there. So that's, I mean, that's a pretty sizable first. It's a big delay because now we got to get an electrician in and it's, it's increased cost. We cannot leave knob and tube wiring. It is a hazard. Um, you know, there's certain things that when we encounter, we cannot leave it. We have to by law address it, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to meet code. And so those are the, those are some of the things that we find sometimes that, um, uh, we did a, a bathroom renovation and the, the, stack which is the main plumbing drain pipe it was cast iron and it was cracked all the way down and it i mean it was leaking sewer water into the house inside the house and so we had to replace it there was not an option to leave that and and so those are those can be some challenging conversations that we have old homes have surprises they um almost always do yeah but it's so one of the things to plan for is to have some contingency in your budget for sure. Which is something we talked about the other day. So being really being really mindful about about that because as we guide the process, as we guide the project, 
there will be things that that'll come up that we're going to have to help uh help help navigate yeah okay yeah well said casey you, that, that was packed <laughs> yeah you know a lot about the, and that's why I, when i even you know had this idea i knew this would be great because yeah. you have a lot of experience mm-hmm. you know working in this area and your own experience with with yep. old houses yep i've i've spent a lot of time up under an old house asking it to quit being so cranky <laughs> <laughs> respectfully <laughs> right uh sometimes i have to use strong language (laughs) (laughs) but it's you know the reality is uh, i love living in this area the architecture in this area because it has such rich uh heritage we just have beautiful homes beautiful buildings and we love that we have homeowners who want to take care of those who want to honor them who want to uh put their life into it while also uh honoring the integrity of it and sometimes it's really cool to see a like an ultra modern kitchen or a bathroom in an old home it is i like that and it's really fun and it's really fun to kind of play with that balance of of you've got the old home architecture and then you've got that modern you know those modern finishes coming into a space and it's it's playful and it's you know when it's designed well it's it's beautiful i they just didn't have designers in the 90s (laughs) Yeah. yeah i'd be interested to know what is it that you love the most about your old home yeah absolutely and that's, uh, you know, so for you, like if, if, for those of you listening and watching, what, if you live in an old home, what do you love to preserve? Yeah. Uh, maybe there's a, maybe there's something kind of weird. Like, I mean, you know, we've been in old homes that have like the, the dumb waiters, the, those little. Oh yeah. Um, the little know. elevator things. So you put yep. the food up. Yep. Uh, old homes. Uh, some of them have a button on the floor under the dining room table because that was so that you could let the, uh the the service know that hey we're ready for the next really i'm not joking that's crazy uh butler's pantry that's where the the food service was prepped uh old homes have back stairways because that's where the the i mean some of these big old homes here in the city they they had servants who live with them and they they went up and down the back stairway and the family used the front stairway and it was like you've got it's interesting yeah so I, i haven't done a lot of old homes but you know my the first project I ever worked on was a commercial project. It was the the renovation of the Black History Museum. Mm-hmm. Um, the the old the old um, armory from like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and we saved a lot of stuff in there. Like there's old chalkboards from the eighteen hundreds. That's awesome. We res- preserved the plaster on yeah. the wall. It was it was tough. Yeah, it was it it was interesting. The, the what what we could save. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and it's you know we've we did a project uh, a few years ago where someone turned their carriage house into a living area, and we had to a carriage house is is a is a local name. Maybe that's something in other areas, but that's for the garage out back, and that's where <laughs> that's where you stored the carriages, you know. Okay. And and that's I, I mean it's know. that old. That's why they call them a carriage house. But you know, so now people are using them, and some of them have converted to garages, but a lot of them are really too small for a garage. Yeah. And yeah. so they're converting them to living, you know, uh, living spaces or gyms or, or offices or mother-in-law suites, you know, th- things like that, that it's really creative, but we've got to, we've got to go in and preserve the, the masonry. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of that old ma- mortar, you can stick your finger in and it comes out like sand. And so there's, we have to address that. 
you can only use certain types of mortar with those old bricks because mm-hmm. the lime and the new mortar will eat up the brick. Mm-hmm. And so you, you we have to use special mortar. and yep, special cleaner if you're going to clean it. Special cleaner. You can't just power wash it. There's so many things we have to do, and then we seal it after. And so it's knowing what the steps are to, to preserve, you know, and because some of these old homes, they, uh, we did a kitchen recently where we exposed the brick wall, and that was the um, the backsplash. And it looks awesome. Oh, wow. It looks awesome. So, and, and so it's, I love it when homeowners give us some creative feedback where mm-hmm. they say, Hey, maybe this would be cool. Um, and you know, it's, it's a balance. It's working through it together. Yeah. Let us know down in the comments. What's, what's your favorite feature you have? You love of, about your old home. We'd be interested to know. Love it. Love it. Yeah. We were, I, I really do. It's old homes are one of the reasons I'm doing what I do because I really, I really enjoy it. So, you know, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of fun different pieces, but this is something I really love. So, great guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Fabling Bill Podcast. I'm Timon Phillips, and I'm Casey Fabling. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye. This has been another episode of the Fabling Bill Podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fabling Bill by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode.